All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist D-Gold. What is up, D-Gold? Yo, yo, what's good, brother? Well, I'm good, man, and uh, I'm glad we finally got a chance to get this done. I, I know we had to oh, reschedule the first time, and then a freaking ice storm of, like, biblical proportions hits my state, and this wipes out wipes out my modem, and the freaking power went out. From, I mean, it was terrible, man. Um, so, oh, man, freaking everywhere. Too. Yeah. It was crazy. What state are you in? Where, where, where are you calling from? So, I'm based out of Florida, but um, just... I work with people all over the country, so yeah. basically like half the country just couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, <laughs> man. Texas got it really bad, and then after, after it left Texas, a storm came across my area, and um, you know I live in Mississippi now, so like this state's not built for the, like ice and like um, especially that much ice, and then all the power lines came down because the the freezing rain weighed down the trees, and the trees broke and knocked down power lines and. Man, it was people are. I mean, it was terrible, man. I don't, I don't ever want to deal with that that bullshit again. To be honest with you, that was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right. a big fan of cold. That's why I moved out of New York. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into this. So um, before we get into your recent recent project, let's 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 give my listeners a little bit of a, you know, I mean, just a little bit of a synopsis about you. Um, like, how did you start making music? How how, how old were you? How did all how did that all start? Yeah, definitely. It's actually kind of a cool story. So, uh, my family business is DSRAM Licensing Group. Um, and basically what we do is we do licensing and endorsement for celebrities. Like, we work with Florida, uh, we've done some work with Pitbull, we've done some work with Future, like just a nice. bunch of people, mostly Florida-based. And we started that when I was in sixth or seventh grade. So, like, since a little, little kid, I was, like, deep into the music industry. And I just... I've fell in love with it right from the get-go you know what i mean like as soon as i got a part of the world i said i was gonna be or as soon as i got into the world i knew i was gonna be a part of it i didn't know exactly how i was gonna be a part of it you know what i mean um and when i got into high school i started doing a bunch of poetry um i actually ranked uh i think it was 14th in the state of florida for slam poetry and just, I loved performing, I loved going in front of people, sharing my ideas, like, uh, my thoughts, just my words and everything. But slam poetry is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, and there's, ain't no shame in it, like, it's, it's good if you're really going through something, it's like, it's a great way of expressing yourself, but I start focusing more on the music, because I, I don't like making people feel bummed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like making people feel happy, I like, making people feel good about themselves and still being able to like go out in front of people and perform and get everyone hyped and just you know what I mean yeah 100 percent. so so when did the transition though from like just messing around with it to actually like recording and and, and you know going for it as far as like professionally so I'm one of those people where if I decide I'm gonna do something I'm just gonna go all in right from the get-go yeah you know what I mean so it, for me, it was basically like I did one terrible, horrible, awful song <laughs> freshman year, right? Freshman, sophomore year. Um, around the same time, I did the slam poetry too, but like before, I was more focused on slam poetry. And then just as I kept doing the bolts, uh, doing the bolts, it was like I would go a little back and forth with it, but I was always focusing on them. But I did this one song, the first one I did, Freaking terrible! It was like you know those uh, in the beginning 
Like, whenever anyone starts, like, this is the best thing I've ever done, and then, like, two or three years later, you look back and, like, why would I yeah. ever? Yeah. <laughs> like, I played it in the car the other day. I was there, like, turn it off or we're going to crash. <laughs> yeah. I will drive off the road real quick. Um, but, freaking, I went to the studio basically, I don't know, a week after recording or after writing it. Actually, uh, Zoe went down into the studio with me, Gorilla Zoe, because just we're tired, we're fam, we, uh, I've known him since I was in middle school also because we represented him also. Yeah. And he just kind of showed me the ropes. And he's like, nah, this is what you do. Make sure you uh, take a breath here, do this, do that. Um, that's why actually a lot of my first tracks had, uh, me and Zoe had like almost the exact same flow because I just didn't know how to do anything. You know what I mean? Now, right. As you start doing more, you develop your own style, uh, my own energy. You know what I mean? Now our flows are so different that like on FIFA you can tell who's who but after the first track other than voices basically sound like the same artist got you all right so then so and and we will touch on FIFA and your collab with Gorilla Zoe um Let's talk about COVID real quick because I interview a lot of musicians and actors and a lot of people in the entertainment business. But COVID, you know, it's it's impacted like all professions across the country in one way or the other. How 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 have you dealt with COVID? And um, one of the things I'm hearing a lot of the musicians that I talk to tell me that they use the uh, shelter in place social distancing as a plus as far as creating so did you do that did you get in the studio more how did you deal with COVID the most so i my thing is like uh the way i've always done studios is because i kill a song really quick you know it takes me about 30 40 minutes when i go into a booth just the way i make music i have it i practice like it non-stop before i even start to record so, like, by the time, or before I even book a studio session, like, I practice it a million times. So the way I do it is I write three or four songs and then book a studio for, like, an hour and a half, two hours, and just knock them all out like that. So COVID didn't really change that much for me. Mm, okay. um, I did end up finishing up uh, the EP that's coming out later this year. Um, I ended up finishing it up during COVID, but that was more coincidental than anything. For me, like, the biggest thing with COVID is it just... Um, I mean, it sucked, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't know. It basically made me kind of realize more of like what's the important part with music, and it is getting a connection with people, yeah. um, like getting a connection, having people like feel your music and blah blah blah. And it's not the same as you know. It's basically like you need to adapt new ways to do. It. Like nowadays, the big thing is obviously online, social media, and all that fun stuff. But because um, before I was just my plan was always doing just guerrilla style going out there like physically handing things out dealing with people that way like physically and now with social distancing stuff, uh, social distancing and everything you can't do that so, I mean so it's basically it's more of I've had to adapt it to more online basis gotcha alright man so um, alright so you dropped this new EP it's called Inspiration um, tell the listeners yeah, out there I'm dropping it uh I'm dropping it later this year. Oh, okay. So, so, so it's not dropped yet. Not yet. Now, the only thing we drop right now is we're dropping three singles before it's released. The first one that was dropped uh, in January is called FIFA with Gorilla Zoe. Yeah. We're getting ready to drop Get Wild March 25th. All right. So, what about the song Come to Me? Yeah, Come to Me is going to be released 
three-day EP. It's not going to be one of the uh, singles that we released. Yep. It's one of my favorite ones on there, in all honesty. The only reason that we decide not to drop it as a single is because I think it works better in and out or in the EP, like surrounded by other tracks, because it's kind of got its own sound and its own style. Because gotcha. it was actually made for an upcoming horror movie. Yeah, that's cool. We'll touch on that. We'll touch yeah. on that too. So, all right. So let me back up then. So this the EP's not dropped yet. Um, it's called Inspiration. The how can you tell us how many songs going to be on it? Yeah, it's going to be a uh, seven songs. Yeah, it's almost like album territory. Yeah, yeah. Originally, it was just going to be six, and uh, actually, it's kind of just funny how it happened. So originally, it was just going to be six tracks. And then I sent the link, like a private link, over to Zoe. I just wanted to get his opinion on it. And as soon as he heard the shit, he said, oh, no, I'm getting on this. <laughs> nice. Like, you really like it like that? He said, no, 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 like, I'm getting on this. Yeah. Send me over a track or send me over a beat, whatever, and then come up over to my new house and we'll record the shit. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> like, I just, I'm, like I said, I don't have just tracks kind of in the in the back yeah so what i do is i hit up my dude who had a uh or my engineer uh to do a quick studio talk he was like yeah i got a i got an open session later today and then i'm booked for another two months i was like i guess i got it and i found a quick beat online that i liked it just going over really really quick and literally wrote all the fifo on the way of the studio wow and then me and my boy drove up to zoe's house um, and stayed up the entire night because he just moved uh, and set up his whole studio uh, that night and that he recorded his shit. That's pretty crazy, man. So what about Beats? We'll yeah, talk about Beats. A, What's that? Oh, and I was saying I ain't like a freestyle or anything like that. So like me doing it on the way to the studio was just one of those things where it was like everything was kind of like in the right moment or everything was just kind of like in the right zone and connected the right way for it to get done. Yeah, man. Sometimes those, uh, sometimes the greatest music is, is like, happens, like, in really weird little freak, freak ways. I'll give you a quick example, like, in the rock and rock genre. You know, Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. the, the legendary Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. He would, so he did a collab with a lady named Lita Ford. Lita Ford was a really, she was pretty popular back in, like, the 80s and the 90s. She was a, a female guitar player and a singer. She, um, she, she, she got her big break because Ozzy Osbourne, reached out to her and asked her if she'd be interested in doing a you know a song with him. Of course she said yes. And she said they uh they recorded that song, um if if I can let me think, let me think of the title for a second. I mean I gotta get to the chorus on my head. If I can close my eyes forever. I think it's called Close My Eyes Forever. Um mm-hmm. it took them like an hour. And they were in Ozzy's studio, they put the song together in an hour and it sold like millions, millions of copies when they released the single. It just blew up. I love Sabbath I love Sabbath. They're actually the first concert I ever went to that wasn't like a work event. Oh wow! Like I just I love classic. Uh, like yeah, I consider it classic rock. Even though a lot of people kind of consider it more metal. Uh, Black Sabbath. I don't know. I think I think I, think, I, think, I, I actually music. I actually think you're right. I think I think Sabbath was kind of like before metal. Um, they opened yeah, the doors. Like Free metal. It, it it influenced a lot of metal. Yes, a hundred percent. But I don't think in delivery it's metal. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I really do. I mean, I, th- I think you're spot on. Is it was it's opened the door for a lot of metal bands, but they were just before metal though. They they were like the transition. 
from that classic rock to where they transitioned to where it transitioned to metal. But that's a really good observation on your part, man. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so like, like when you were telling me about how you recorded this, you know, this song. Uh, FIFO on the way to the studio reminded me of that story Lita Ford told me that they just slapped that song together in like an hour and it was like sold millions, millions of copies. So you never know. Well, hopefully mine gets the millions. Alright, so let's get to it. Let's get to the song FIFO. I want to know uh, if my listeners also would like to know what the acronym stands for. Like FIFO, what does that mean? I'm all good to curse on here, right? Yeah, yeah, you're good for sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, FIFO stands for figured it the fuck out. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. All right, so so uh, talk about it. You kind of you kind of dabbled with a little bit about collaborating with Gorilla Zoe. What's it like working with him? And um, you, you you also mentioned a little bit about how he taught you about breaths and things like that. So get into that a little bit more. Like, what have you learned and um, you know about working with him? So working with Zoe is really interesting because he's just a fun dude to be around. You know what I mean? It's like if you, uh, if, it, may, it might just be because me and him have known each other for so long and we get along so well. Yeah. But if one person doesn't kind of focus on it, the work like won't get done and we'll just spend the whole time goofing off and joking around and blah, blah, blah. But it's really crazy seeing him work because like I said, I'm not a freestyler. Zoe is. You know what I mean? And yeah. so the way the way we both work is so opposite that I think they combine together really like in a really cool way. Yeah. Where it's um so my whole thing whenever I write is I try and get the best uh rhyme scheme that I can, the best flow, the best delivery, and I focus a lot on coming up with a cool way to rhyme words together and just I like fast flow, I like you know what I mean, like Tech Nine is one of my favorite rappers. Um, and I try and get that type of style. So is the best way to explain it, and this his words, not mine, is kind of like you ever hear a sculptor describe how they do their sculptures, where they're like, "No, I see it already. I just need to figure out how to get it out." Yeah, yeah. So like he'll listen to the beat, and he basically takes all the he calls it the fluff. He takes all the fluff away and just leaves the uh, the baseline, right? And then he just starts like humming. Exact, like the exact flow he's gonna use. Just like, mm, 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 mm. Mm. and just like bar for bar, or like, yeah, like bar for bar is just like, and then I'm gonna say this, and just kind of figures out how he's gonna like put it all together. Yeah, it's really interesting when you have talent like that. They just think outside the box, and that's what separates like like really good talented people from your everyday, you know, type musicians. And they're not to knock everyday type musicians, but there's just something special about certain people that just have that extra dimension to them, you know? Yep. And plus, everyone's got their own style of doing shit. Yeah, for like, sure. There's, there's no right way to do it. Yeah. It's just whatever way works best for you. Yeah, you good point. I mean? Like, the way that I make music, I could never do it the way Zoe does, and Zoe, uh, them like doing it the way I do. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and sometimes opposites attract, you know, when they're like, so so you were saying you guys have different stylistics about your styles, but sometimes that's great. I mean, it works, obviously it works for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's I talk. Mean, you, don't, you never want to listen to a song and just hear the exact same thing on both people. Yeah. Who, who does that help? You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Good, great point. All right, so a minute ago you talked about a song that's going to be on a horror uh, on the soundtrack. Talk about that. 
Yep. All right. So come to me is going to be in a. It's the second song I've done for a movie for a director named Rob Pryor. He's done. Uh, he's worked with Lucas Films. He's worked on Game of Thrones. He's worked uh, with Marvel directly. He's worked with Disney directly. And he's just a cool, crazy dude. Um, and he just uh, artist first and foremost. We worked together with uh, you know Stanley. Yeah, for sure. We were actually, uh, if you look, when Stanley got his handprint at the Roman Chinese Theater, yeah. he was painting in the background. Just the three of us were all chilling, everything. Uh, just we've all known, like we all knew Stan for years and years and years. And um, when I first started making music, I sent again. I sent him actually one of my old shitty songs that <laughs> again wish never would see the light of day. Um, but he just he liked it because it was a darker style, and Rob's a very dark dude. And so he sent me first um, a movie that's coming out sooner. I believe it's called Painted Beauty. Could be called Painted Demons. I know he's changed the name a couple of times. Um, and I have a song called Bet You Made on it that we'll be releasing when the film comes out, not a part of the EP, um, just because it doesn't fit tonally. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a good song, but it's much more rock. He, he specifically said, I want a rock song. And I was like, yeah, I'll throw my hand in it, figure it out. And then... Uh, he sent me a script for a second movie that was filming when COVID first came over and shut everything down. So the movie's delayed until they can get back to filming or recording. Yeah. Um, but Come To Me is basically the premise of the movie is, I gotta be careful because I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say. Yeah, yeah, be, be, um, be careful. Basically, these people prove that there's an afterlife. Um, and like they prove that there's a soul in the afterlife and blah, blah, blah. And people just start killing themselves by the thousands or the hundreds of thousands and blah, blah, blah. And um, the scientists try to uh, prove the experiment again. But this time, when they open the door to the afterlife, something comes out. You know, something starts attacking them. And so the song comes to me is from the point of view of the monster. Ah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's actually a pretty like sick a, plot, like too. Which that? That's actually a pretty sick movie plot too, man. I like, I, like, I would, I would definitely go watch that. Oh no, yeah, it's I because my shows sure always I need to read the script first because I like putting kind of bars in there that they sound cool the first time you hear it if you haven't seen the movie, but when you see the movie, you're like, yo, so he did this for this part, yeah, this yeah. part. Um, like, and I just I love soundtrack movies like the uh, the Beast soundtrack or the soundtrack for uh, Southpaw, uh, the Venom soundtrack, you know, shit like that. And so I want something kind of like that, where it just fit in totally and everything with the movie. So if, if when the movie comes out, you check it out, you hear the song in it, it's going to basically align up perfectly with what the monster's goal is in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting a little excited because I'm starting to see TV commercials now of movie trailers coming out, and it's saying in theaters this April and this May. Um, so it's nice to see, you know... The light at the end of the tunnel that there's things are starting to open up gradually. Yep. I mean, I know I jumped off the, uh, what's called, I jumped out of my bed when I saw the trailer for Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. No doubt, man. I, watched, I almost threw my phone at the wall. Yeah, I watched all those, man. <laughs> the little Godzilla and King Kong, a little mall. Alright, now, a couple more things and I'll let you go. I, I did read when I was reading about you in your bio, something that caught my attention that I really respect. Because I'm not a fan of auto-tune either. 
But you did. I read what you said though, because sometimes it's um if, if people know how to use it correctly, it's okay. I'm like me and you have very similar beliefs on that. Uh, I, I don't I don't think yeah. it should be used as a crutch to make somebody who sings like shit, you know, t- to be able to be sound like they're in tune though. Um, but I do like when people do have decent voices and use it, um, you know, to to. Not to make him a great singer, you know what I mean? I mean that's the problem I have with auditory. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's 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 a tool in its own right. Right. I mean it's a lot of people try and use it as like the main thing where when you hear them without it, it just sounds wrong. Right. But there's other people where it's like they won't use it in every song, but when they use it, you feel it, or it's used to like emphasize something. And at the end of the day, um, and I even I said this in the um, one of the original interviews I did, where it's just like. Look, at the end of the day, if they got a fan base and the fan base is loving it, that's all that really matters. It's just bad for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to diss on someone else. Like, if you enjoy it, I'm glad you enjoy it. It just really ain't for me. I prefer, I always prefer something that feels more genuine. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. 100% agree. All right, let's see. Looking at my notes here. All right, before we get into, like, websites and social media where people can follow you, um, did I miss anything? Is there anything you wanted to, dis- to talk about before I let you go as far as your projects? One thing I can really think of. I mean, I talked about, so the next single coming out uh, March 25th, Get Wild, is a fun party track. That's yeah. like, you know, I mean, FIFA is a much more gritty track. Um, it's dark, it's energetic, but it is dark. Get Wild is a party track that still has kind of the aggressiveness that FIFA has. But it's still something you can get hyped to. You guys gonna shoot yeah. a video for it? What'd you say? You guys gonna shoot a video for it? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. We're just waiting because Zoe's been freaking crazy busy, man. Yeah. It's been nonstop touring at uh, like a lot of colleges, a lot of stuff. You know, obviously with social distance and all the fun stuff, everywhere, masks and everything. Yeah. But man's always busy. So once once he gets back and we figure out the details, we got some crazy music video for it. Yeah, man, that's what's up. That's good stuff. All right, um, look, look, I had a lot of fun talking to you, man. You got a lot of you're, you're very talented. I listen to your music too. You you you're just you just got a bright future ahead of you. It really seems like you got the right pieces around you, the right parts. Um, so the sky's the limit, man. So I wish you the best of luck. So let's let's tell everybody out there where they can follow you on social media, where they can get your music. Yeah. So on uh, Instagram and Twitter, I'm at the one D Gold. So T H E the number one D Gold. On um, Facebook and YouTube, it's just D Gold all caps. Uh, you'll see a picture of my logo, which is just it's a D with the Chinese or with the kanji for gold in the center. You'll know when you see it. Um, and on all streaming platforms, D Gold all caps no space. All right, man. Well, I had a lot of fun talking to you. And when you got some new stuff you want to talk about, just, just get a hold of us, man. We'll get you back on. All right, bro? Definitely, man. I had a great time talking to you, too. Man, have a good night. Appreciate your time. Yeah. You too, man. Peace.